Hey y'all, this is Jasmine McDonald with Whatever Works with Jasmine McDonald. You're listening to episode seven. We have a repeat guest, Tate Cohen on. We're going to talk to her about relationships, friendships. When's the right time to go nuclear? What sort of growth have we experienced in this area? When's the right time to set a boundary? Is it worth dying on every hill? Can men and women be friends? And of course, we're going to end the episode with the classic repeating segment. Am I the asshole? Some things from Reddit that are in real time. A surprise to me so you'll get my real-time reaction we really hope you enjoy it i'm sure you will it was a really popular segment in a few weeks ago seven episodes is gnarly i can't believe that this is even happening um, we have a hundred plus listeners that are added every single week we've got more and more countries that are being added i'm very humbled and grateful time flies when you are producing a podcast by yourself If you are willing to donate anything, if this has made your day a little bit brighter, if this has gotten you through traffic, if this has helped you not cuss out your boyfriend or your neighbor or some other asshole, let me know in any way you can. Whether it's just a text, whether you DM me, whether you do donate $5 a month or a dollar a month or nothing at all, but you like it or you review it or you share it with a friend, I would be super grateful and I already am grateful even if you do nothing at all. So. Thanks again so much, and I really hope you enjoy it. Okay, guys, picture this. You're on a three-day weekend. You're with your homies. You're with your partner. You only have a limited amount of dinners, of lunches, of time. And you're probably on a budget because of the economy that we're in. You cannot trust the influencers when you type in the hashtag for the city that you're in and you see the restaurants that they are eating, they are getting paid to do that. You're going through other review sites and you see restaurants that pop up immediately, five stars, four stars, those are paid ads. You have to download Bestie. Bestie is available on Android and iOS. It is user content. It is people that have gone to establishments, restaurants, tattoo parlors, hair salons, have had fantastic experiences, and then posted them. Bestie goes through and validates those claims, and only the best of the best are on the app, so you know that you can trust it, and the time that you spend in these cities will be well spent. That is B-E-S-T-I dot U-S, B-E-S-T-I dot U-S. Brought to you by our good friends at Bestie. Do you want to like tee it up? Like, welcome to whatever works with Jasmine. <laughs> Yo, this is a story all about jazz. Oh, 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 we're going off the beat. I don't now. know. I can't freestyle. <laughs> I can emulate. I'm not a. I'm an emulator. I'm not a copycat. Mm, fraud. A mimic, if you will. A mimic, a clown. A mime. <laughs> mime, a clown. A clownski. The meme that's like, I bet my... Clown communicate. <laughs> <laughs> clern. What is it? Oh, would you still love me if I was a clerm? Yes. <laughs> it's a clown and a worm. That's a clown worm, guys. That's you. A clown worm. Yeah. Which I do identify with on like a very deep level. Worm? Yeah. What about a worm do you identify... What is... I mean, I chew 
would like to dig in the dirt and then my poop makes everything around me better. Mm. <laughs> I'll That's, stand on that. Right? Listen, <laughs> I, I respect that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Who among us wouldn't want such a path? <laughs> I would be, I, if, if God was like, listen, today's the day I'm going to do something. And that thing is turning you into a worm. <laughs> I would be upset, of course. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you got to find a way to cope. Yeah. So good things about being a worm would always hydrated somehow. Very slimy. <laughs> no, because in the summer you see them bitches dried up on the sidewalk. See, I would be a bougie worm, though. I would have, like, a little oasis going on. (laughs) I would find, like, a... A a small puddle. A small puddle. (laughs) Maybe with some leaves in it. You know, like, some palm tree vibes. (laughs) Like, a puddle near some overgrown grass to Mm. create, like, a... Shelter. Lagoon. Mm. I'm Mm. envisioning, like, the mermaid scene in Peter Pan. I see. The Pisces Rising really jumped out right there. You were like... I'm a triple water sign. Envisioning... We're both Cancer, Sun, Scorpio moons, which is nuts. Which is why we annoy people around us. That's why we have a lot of haters. That's why our PNC arena full of haters. But we don't care at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we identify on a very deep level. If you don't like me, there's something like you seek medical attention. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, you think I'm fucking joking if, around? What was I said? I was like, if you're deterred by my extremely strong, opinionated, loud personality, then you should seek medical attention. You probably want to live a better life than you currently do. Yeah. <laughs> the PNC arena full of people who... It's think. growing daily. So. <laughs> I'll Y'all, say- we're, I need to say we're being sarcastic. We don't think that people are out here preying on their downfall. I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> Jasmine thinks there are people preying on her downfall. I think there are a few. Yeah, I do. I definitely think there are a few. I think there will. I think everyone has a few people that want to see them fail to some degree. I know it for a fact that I have like two. Yeah. Like confirmed. For sure. But aside from that, eh. and what the fuck are those two people? Who gives a shit? Yeah. I don't want you on what my page. What if those age. two people unionize? That scares me. Well, I actually saw something on you know one of the apps the other day that like tiktok or instagram and it was like don't block all your haters keep two so they can go report back to headquarters <laughs> and it. i was like i love that yeah but i don't do that i block everyone that i think doesn't like me yeah i like i it's triggering if i know someone doesn't like me i will typically block but if someone just annoys me I mute. I go for a mute. I don't block unless, like, I'm suffering to see them. Or they do the weird, like, I don't want to be your friend anymore, but I'll like your shit. Mm. Or, like, are viewing the story, but, like, we're not on speaking terms. Like, that's weird to me. Yeah, it does It does definitely mess with my head if I'm, like, in actively an argument with somebody and they're not responding, but they're opening my things. Or, like, that's like, rude. I, I find that. that rude. Yeah. Yeah. It's displeasing to me. It displeases me as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. I went to a polarity, like, healer today. She was talking about, like, archangel light and quantum fractal sacred geometry. It was <laughs> way beyond my master's degree in metaphysicality. Like, <laughs> it was beyond my purview. Yeah. But she said, like, 
you like you are queenly and to to be queenly you like serve the people on occasion and you do it with a grateful and servant's heart and then you you know go back to your lair and restore your the energy that was expelled by giving to others but always to you know step into that like queenly leadership piece which i appreciated that yeah i like that i've never I've never been to, like, a psychic. I do have an appointment with a medium coming up in June or July. Yeah. I've never been to, like, a shaman. I have been to a shaman one time. Okay. She did, like, body work, so it was, like, I guess she could feel into your body. Yeah, that's what they do. Clear it. Did she touch you? No, we're sitting across from each other, and she, like, cleared my body, and she, this is the craziest part, she said she was sensing, like, a blockage in my colon, which she said meant I was, like, holding on to something. And she was like, and it could be, like, literally your shit. And I yeah, was like, this I was lady say. is full of shit. I left. Took the best poop of my life. Wow. Much like a worm. <laughs> to bring it full circle. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't know. We're going to talk about that later on. <laughs> offline about the, your worm proclivity. <laughs> my worm proclivity. <laughs> but I saw this meme, speaking about the clown thing, that I can relate to very heavily. So... I've always, I deal with trauma, big, both big and little t, with humor, mm-hmm. um, and it's always been that way. And I've always been the class clown and all through school and blah, 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 whatever, do stand-up comedy. And um, I'm glad that, like, you know, my pain has manifested in a way that is actually really useful to others which is yeah laughter is healing yeah 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 i need it like tate has been there for me in horrendous situations and i'm like already immediately like laughing and joking mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, and it's not like i cover it up completely like you know healing does take place true healing does take place but and vulnerability like it's yeah. not like you're just like because i personally know Literally the other night, I was talking to somebody and I told them something that's going on in my life that's like a negative thing, and then I just was like slay after. Yeah. Like I sometimes can be serious, but it's not that with you. It's like you can be vulnerable, but like you be making jokes. You gotta, you yeah. gotta joke around. Yeah. Yeah, and there's this a classic meme. Is it a meme if it's just like Ariel on white, <laughs> though? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just a. I there should be a word for that. You guys know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm talking about. <laughs> That's like one of the southernisms I've picked up over living in the South for the majority of my life. Is you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Do you hear the f- words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> but it says I bet my husband is laughing at his girlfriend's lame jokes right now. Be patient, King. A true clown is on the way. <laughs> and although I'm not like a fan of like dogging another woman. <laughs> In that sense, but it's a true, clown. a true clown is on the way. It's important, I think. That's funny. That's and funny. it takes a strong man to not be really intimidated by that. Yeah. I've had guys say, like, please be less funny. Straight really? up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can't. Can you please just be a normal girl? I think men who said. subscribe heavily to typical toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm are very, they feel the need to knock a woman who is funny, intelligent, yeah. charming, down a peg. Sure. And it scares them. I think it scares them, especially if they exceed them in a certain area, if they're funnier than them, in if all they're areas. more charming than them, which, I mean. Sure. Right. 
you know, so it yeah. happens a lot. So I, I have definitely, I've seen friends with partners, with boyfriends, frankly, who are like trying to knock them down a peg. I've been with guys who are like chipping away at my confidence. Right. Oh, for sure. It's a thing. And I don't know if it's always conscious. Conscious. Yeah. No, it's probably not. They right. probably saw their dads do it to their mom, mm-hmm. frankly. Or they do it to their own homies that they're like, you know, I had this guy that I worked with who was nuts at this place back in the day. It's <laughs> not the place. It's unnamed, unnamed place, unnamed guy. It's yeah. not the guy you're thinking about. It's another guy. Mm-hmm. But he was like, always took credit for my job. Like he tried, it got to the point where like, I was lapping him on the scorecard. I was funnier than him across the board and he was trying to be the clown and ba 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 happens. I wanted to skydive and I was finally like got my stuff together to get it done. And so then I was, you know, about to go skydiving and I let him know I was going skydiving. And um, he was like, yo, that's really dangerous or whatever. I was like, yeah, I might die. And then you could finally be the funniest person in the office. (laughs) How did he take that? He didn't like it. (laughs) And I said it another time. I worked there for a few years and I was like, you can take credit for all my jokes when I die. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. The best thing about... You gotta, I always in my own way, like, let motherfuckers know that I know that you know that I know that we know what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be, I did that a couple times in that relationship, actually. It wasn't a sexual relationship. There was, like, a tension happening. There was, like, a situation. Oh, yeah. But it was, like, like, I would be successful or, like, watch what a man or anybody laughs at hard because you will then know what who they really are. Like, I worked super hard on this one project. I was not the one who ended up completing the project. And this guy laughed so hard because our boss made a joke about, like, giving me some credit. And it was a joke, and it was really actually fucking abusive, to be honest. But mm-hmm. this other person laughed super hard at that. Yeah. <clears throat> And so that that pissed me off because I thought we were were we had kind of gotten past like the situationship and gotten into like a friend colleague situation and I um, called him into the kitchen and I was like hey come here he was like what I was like why are you laughing at that mm. he was like are you gonna you're coming for me right now which is for the younger generations that means like fighting with you for an older generation that's not what that means so yeah. that was always like jarring to hear yeah are you coming for me does not mean <laughs> are you trying to fight me it means are you having an orgasm while we're <laughs> having <me>. sex yeah. <laughs> so i was like no i knew what he meant i was like no this is how adults communicate i saw you laughing when i my project fell apart and i just want to know like why that was and he was Say. like yeah cuz it's like I'm not, com- in quote, coming for you, which I would never do, because I passed on that. Pass, 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 not smash. <laughs> and, you know, you got to, like, call it as you see it. And I think when you try, when I try to, like, build a real relationship with someone, platonic or otherwise, like, you have to, you know, you got to figure it out. And and when you know that someone's, like, a s- secret snake, mm-hmm. what's the point of, like, you know, I'm not going to, like buck up against them all the time but I have I have and I would do it again like yo I saw you do that yeah by the way yeah you ain't slick yeah you know yeah I definitely in my youth was more of a bridge burner Mm -hmm. um like I had a lot of I don't know I was in this friend group Tate loves to fight bruh 
I mean, listen, I grew up in a household where there was a lot of fighting, and I got good at it. Sure. You know? And mm-hmm. it was also just, like, a way... Because fighting is intimate, and it was, like, a way to connect with people in a weird way or to, like, test the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to, like... If I, like, didn't rock with somebody, I was, like, going nuclear, like, burning the bridge. But That's that Scorpio moon. Definitely. But in, like, the last probably three or four years, that's not really my M.O. anymore. Yeah. I will. It's a lot of energy. And recently I did have to, like, call someone out because I was like, I don't, I see how you're treating me and, like, this is unacceptable. But I've noticed what's shifted with me is, like, I'm not, I'm very assertive. Like, I don't have a problem, like, speaking on something that hurts me or bothers me typically yeah and I think like the difference now is like I don't say things to intentionally hurt somebody I will speak my truth mm-hmm. but I'm not going to be like and by the way your hairline is receding you know what I right. mean like that's what I used to that's what I used to be mm-hmm. like I've gotten to where more it's like I will say like this is how this affected me but I'm not gonna like go out of my way to hurt someone's feelings sure yeah I don't do that either I hurt people's feelings all the time, more than I would like, a couple times a year, unintentionally, always unintentionally, and it's not a good experience. And I try to, you know, I don't think it's into the codependent realm. Mm-hmm. I think it's just extremely considerate. And, like, I I fall short all the time, but I, like, try, I bite my tongue constantly. Not constantly, it doesn't always come up, but, like, 9.999 times out of 10, I will be like, this isn't fucking worth it. Yeah. It really, but like, you know, but I have to watch out for, like, I admire that you say what you're feeling and if the person has an issue, like, that's their issue. Right. Like, I don't always do that and I think I could work on that more, but I think there's also, like, picking your battles to win the war thing. Yeah. It's it's a case by case, right? You can't, like... Definitely. Mm-hmm. But I think the slippery slope with that, I mean, for sure, like, if it's, if you made some, like, small comment that rubbed me the wrong way, I don't think I would say something at this point in time there were definitely a time where I would have I remember (laughs) but uh I think like for me the slippery slope with that is like if it's a pattern and I like continually don't say something then when it does come up because it will Mm -hmm. it's like an un the punishment doesn't fit the crime like my anger about it has built up like I would rather just let someone know for sure and let it build yeah or or you get in an argument and then it's like, and you did this, and you did this. Sure. Like, I'd rather just address it in the moment. And with the fighting thing, like, I used to rumble with people back in the day, too. Yeah. And, like, I am also scarily good at that. hmm You know? Mm-hmm. So. It's, like, an adaptive thing. Sure. And, like, what I've noticed, too, is, like, and especially if I'm rumbling with men, like, they will... Or even joking and clowning with them. Like, they will clown me all fucking day. I say one thing, and it's like, whoa, 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 relax. Like, jeez. Like, it's it's like, oh, I... And I remember, even as a kid, being like, oh, I'm the one who took it too far. Yeah. You know, I remember one time I was on an all-men's team, and um, they were going to hire another woman. They are like, oh, Jasmine, we're going to hire a girl. Said nothing. No facial expression. I was, like, being watched like a hawk. We opened floor plan of this office. Yeah. And I said nothing at all. And they kept going, kept going. And I was like, great. I think that's awesome. He's like, oh, wow, you don't sound like you're... Like, it just... They wanted... It was like... What are they... It's negging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... And the sexism and the workplace. And yeah. the, I was like, I don't dislike every... I have... Now in my adult life, like, I have no guy friends yeah. at all. 
yeah. you know, like guy acquaintances at best. Yeah. Um, especially if they're heterosexual. I'm just going to be frank about that. Yeah. Like one of my best friends is male, but he is never going to want to have sex with me. Yeah. So I can like be vulnerable with him in a different way. Yeah. I definitely have some gay guy friends. For sure. I have historically... I think it's different. It and is. I think it's different because male, heterosexual males, like, if they're, they're not even, like, science, I don't remember who, I can't quote the source here, but I remember reading a study about how if a man doesn't find you attractive, won't be your friend. he won't even help you with yeah. something. Yeah. He wouldn't hold the door. Right. Unless it's, like, an old woman, and again, that's about his ego to, like, be polite. Yeah. Or just have manners, and I'll give him that. Right. But, like, they wouldn't let you over on the highway. Like, they won't help you with your groceries or befriend you at work or, oh, sure, let me help you. Right. Like, And so I think if that is the reason why someone is my friend for yeah. the chance to one day smash... I'm not interested in that friendship because I don't think it's a healthy partnership yeah. and dynamic. I've definitely had some guy friends who were straight. One of my best guy friends who is no longer with us, sadly, was a straight man. And I think it can be done, but under very specific circumstances. Yeah. And I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, you know the story. Yeah. But it's, yeah, yeah. you know, it can be done. Because you guys were kids' kids. Yeah. We became friends as kids. And I think I that's... I think that changes a lot. That's the thing is, like, the guy friends that I have now are people that I've known since I was, like, 13. So it's like, yeah, we grew different. up together. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a brotherly-sisterly thing. Totally. Like, it's completely platonic. Sure. Um, like... And I think you can be, like, friendly with someone else's spouse. Yeah. Or boyfriend, you know? But again, like... If my friends broke up with their boyfriend, you know, he can... I ain't never talking to his ass again. <laughs> yeah. Me neither. I'm definitely very loyal in that. Like, we've talked about this. It's like... I'm unless not. there's, like, a pre... It wouldn't be my experience, but the, unless there's, like, a... If my spouse was friends with him still... Right. Or, like, if if my spouse was friends with him still, or if there was, like, a pre-existing relationship, like you mentioned, like, from childhood. Right. Yeah. I think right. that changes it. And I it might be different and for I've other had, people, but... Like, I've, like, worked with people. Like, I think, yeah, like, colleagues. I think it can work under specific circumstances, like, uh, you know. But, like, are your colleagues your friends, though? No, I mean, that's the thing is, like... Rarely do they break out. Yeah. There has to be a barrier. Like, childhood, for me, that's, like, a barrier. It's, like, yeah. you are, like, my family member. Sure. I don't look at you that way. You it would be weird if we did bang. It's, like, incest. That said... <laughs> I'm going to just say something right now, real quick. You're not in the West Virginia way. (laughs) I'm sure they've thought about it. Maybe. Of course. Of course. Of course. But they're not, like, wanting to. No. I think that's the difference. It's like, is it an intrusive thought or is it, like, a plan? You know what I mean? Like, Is it an intrusive thought or is it a flyby thought or is it a fantasy? Right. You know, I think that is the line. And... That's some information that only we have within ourselves. Right. You know. And I wouldn't want to know, honestly, either way. Oh, no, no, no. But it's like, I think it can be done under very specific circumstances. I know there are people that think, like, men and women can't be friends, but I disagree. And I actually think, I think, personally, you may disagree. Mm -hmm. I think if I'm getting to know a guy, like, when I was dating, Mm -hmm. if they don't have any female friends at all, like, for me, that's a red flag. Yeah, that's not my experience. Really? Guys in my age group, like, you're 24. Yeah. And I'm 32. Yeah. Guys in my generation, honestly, do not have girlfriends. That's crazy. They don't. They really don't. 
unless it's like a high since high school and we've been yada yada like a but like a you know it's mostly like I'm kind of trying to go through the Rolodex of people you know even that we know and then like my friends spouses and they have all like guy friends yeah they have guy friends I think my boyfriend has a very close like female friend and I've met her she's super nice like it doesn't mm-hmm. I do know they're they're are people that have a problem with that but for me I think maybe and it probably is generational but for me it's like if a guy and it doesn't even have to be their best friend but if a guy has zero female friends at all I'm like okay so you view women only as like somebody that you could potentially date or have sex with for sure and I think that's something to do with like how feminism was like a bad word in my generation yeah, right still even right you know and, you know, not knocking any older listeners that are like, you've come so far, what do you mean? I had yeah. to wear pantyhose or whatever. <laughs> like, one of my best friends who listens and also contributes to the podcast, she had to wear pantyhose when she was working at the company that we both worked at when she first started working there, you know, like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And she's like 33, I think. Yeah. So, like, that's pretty archaic. Yeah. yeah. So that's more to be said about the archaic nature of that company. That being said, um, I don't think... You know, guys and girls did not canoodle outside of, like, a semi, if not full-blown sexual relationship growing up in high school. Like, there were no... We didn't... I did not have guy friends in high school. That's crazy. I had two guy friends in high school, one of which is gay, the other which I hooked up with when I... The first week and we went to college. (laughs) So, were we ever friends? Yeah, yeah. And I do... I do believe, like, if you are actively trying to hook up with somebody or date them, like, that's not... That's no longer a friendship. You're in different territory. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think, like, if there's a heavy vibe... Yeah. But no action has been taken, it's closer on the spectrum to a friendship, but it's still not, like, a full-blown friendship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I think it's just for me. I mean, I had, like, really close guy friends all through middle school that I yeah. hung out with, like, every weekend. Yeah. Also, we were just talking about this the other night, but, like, my parents both have friends of the opposite sex. Yeah. And so, for me, it was just like, yeah, like, this is my friend. Like, you know, yeah. I just never really thought of it. And I've had, I know, like, a lot of women haven't had this experience, and I'm sorry. That sucks. But I've had lots of guy friends over the years who have never made any sort of, like, move. There's no interest. There's no flirting. It's not, like, it's truly a platonic friendship. But I also know a lot of women who are, like, I have guy friends for years, and then they confess to, like, having feelings for me, which is more your experience. Yeah, that is my experience. Yeah. Usually after, like, you know, some drinks. (laughs) And some other things. But it's, <laughs> and it's like, a, man, la, 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 don't stop saying that. I'm like engaged to your best friend. So it's, it gets complicated. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It does get complicated. I do appreciate having a male perspective, I will say. Like, yeah. It's helped me a lot, especially with dating. Like, yeah. I've gained that. Yeah. I've gained that. And I have some friend, some in quote friends, you know. I think in a different lifetime, it could have been something else, Mm -hmm. but like they're significantly older than me Yeah. or, you know, (laughs) they just have not a snowball's chance in hell. So they like, they just, you know, they'll get what they can get, which is like a conversation that said, if I know someone is interested in me, I try not to go to them with advice for dating because that's kind of mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I have, I definitely haven't. And I will say I've also had guy friends who, like, at some point in the distant past were, like, trying to make a move. And I was like, never going to happen, buddy. And we just moved on. 
Right. And it was never a thing again. But yeah. that's not always the case. Like, sometimes they are holding on to a little piece of it. Yeah. But I think for me, like, the guy friends... When I go to guy friends for dating advice, I'm like, what... It's when, like, men are being so... I'm like, what is possibly going through this motherfucker's head? Like, what are you doing? Like, when they're making no sense, and I'll call up a guy friend, and they're like, oh, he blah, blah, blah. He just wants to hook up with you. Or, yeah. oh, it sounds like he's interested in you, but he doesn't want to commit. Like, they'll just, yeah. like... Hit, immediately hit, with hit the truth. and I'm like he ain't that interested yeah he's just not that into you he's just not that into you which is good he's not into really anyone cool. actually he's into his friends <laughs> and his mom what is it <laughs> he only cares about school and his friends <laughs> and his mom and then Katie Heron is like is that a bad thing <laughs> Mean yeah. Girls yeah how old were you when Mean Girls came out I don't know but I definitely saw it when I was like 12 yeah it's a good movie I saw it young and I've Tina seen Fey it many times yeah, it's a great movie. My Aiden hasn't seen Mean Girls. That sounds break up. I know. Like, that's like, I was, I mean, you missed out. Like, that was a part of my upbringing. Oh, for we sure. We were quoting. Don't look at me. You go get Glenn Coco. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. I know the whole Kevin G. I won't do it, but I know the whole I would rap. like you to do it. Right now? Yes, I would. <laughs> okay. Don't make me do it. Don't make me sing. <laughs> <laughs> How does it start? Oh, you, you suck at MCs. They got nothing on me. From a great to my lines, you can't touch Kevin G. I'm athlete. Prefer what you heard. Want to get what you heard. Get James Bond the third. Just shaking out stern. I'm Kevin the poor. She is silent when I sneak in your door. I make a love to your woman on the bathroom floor. I don't play it like Shaggy. You'll know it was me. Because next time you see her, she'll be like, oh, Kevin G. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. That's enough. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> all the guys, yeah. All the guys that I've ever dated are like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. <laughs> Will. Chris. You know, Jake. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I dated one guy named Gary one time. Oh, Gary. But you know why? Because he was fine. <laughs> Gary could have been a model, really. He... Did have white dreadlocks, but hold no! on. No! Hold on. No, I just broke the mic. I know, me too. Sorry, everybody. I know. I was on a lot of marijuana. I lived in Venice no. Beach. This was in 2012. That's where I draw the line. He was hot. But, oh. He was, okay, and by dated, I mean I fucked him one time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... We had a vibe at, like, bars for a while, and, like, I, you know, I don't really do that. And then he was, like, which there's nothing wrong with doing that. But then he was, like, do you want to, like, come back to my house and smoke some bud? And I was, like, yep. <laughs> and he didn't even have any weed. You want to come back some, to my house and provide me with weed that we can smoke? That's the joke, I'm saying. God, when I used to... Do you want to smoke this pipe? When I used to... Sp- my pipe? My <laughs> pipe? You want to smoke my pipe? Smoke on mine. Um, when I used to smoke, I used to get so perturbed by guys on dating apps. They'd be like, if we match, let's match. And it's like, you think that's attractive? Asking to match? Does that mean smoke? That means we each provide an equal amount of weed to the smoke sesh. That's never happening. In what world? If I'm smoking with a man, if I'm subjecting myself to the torture that is smoking weed with a man. Ew. You're providing it, babe. Yeah. You're providing 100% of it, and I'm smoking as much of it as I want. Now, I don't smoke, I haven't smoked weed in four years, but aside, you know, when I did, 
my sorority sisters would be like, Jasmine, we really want to smoke some weed tonight. And I was like, okay. You were the... I said, okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds fine. Yeah. They were like, well, well, <laughs> well, we were hoping that um, you could, you know, provide it. And I was like, oh, you were, that's what you were hoping. Okay. Yeah, that's what you're hoping for. Interesting. All right. What else? They're like, well, don't you have a bomb or something? And I was like, so if we do this, which I'm happy to do, you have to like bring a bottle of liquor or something. Like this shit ain't free, bro. Yeah. I'm not also like, I'm not just smoking you out. Yeah. God. No. Yeah. You think this, another time, another time. I was at a fraternity, which I was a frequenter of, and my ex-boyfriend, who they called the pharmacist, really great guy, (laughs) wanted to get a degree in botany. I wonder why that was. (laughs) Then he changed it to philosophy. Perfect. Also, idiot. (laughs) Then he failed out, and then he failed out of the local community college. And then he wanted to... Sounds like a winner. Sounds like a winner. (laughs) And then he wanted to uh, finish community college in Los Angeles, where I had moved because I had earned a job there. I mean, why did he marry this guy? I don't know. <laughs> I was engaged to him. But then we broke up because I wanted to. Yeah. Mm. Thank God. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> but he made this PJ, which is like, you know, jungle juice or whatever they call it. Yeah. A bunch of shit. It's the big, like, Tupperware bat yeah. of juice at a frat party. Kool-Aid. initiated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the, uh, for the... It's like Kool-Aid, the GDIs Xanax, out there. and like... No. Hard, hard liquor. All right. So that's funny that you say that because... They were putting Xanax in that shit when I was in college. And we were it. not. <laughs> yeah, well, we weren't. We were putting liquor in there. Just liquor. Yeah, the Xannies were for us. Mm. That's the thing. So one of my pledge sisters was like, I think they put... She was from Dunn mm. or Bun. Either <laughs> way. Same both. thing. There's both. Same place. Close Doesn't enough. matter. Next, yeah, yeah. Moving on. She said, like, I think they put cocaine in this. <laughs> And I was like, listen, honey, here's the thing. Number one, that's not how that works, okay? And number two, we're not wasting. We we have cocaine, and it's upstairs, yeah. and it's not for you. It's for me. Yeah. So it's not in this. Yeah, spoken like somebody who's never seen you are, do cocaine You before. are just blackout drunk. You yeah. are just hammered drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Do you want to take a break? Yeah. Okay. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate ASMR. Oh, sorry. It's okay. No, I mean, it's fine. Okay, we're back, everybody. We're back. Tate is the host now. <laughs> we're back to whatever works with Tate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's all right. You can, you, I'll, I'll sell you the brand in 10 years. <laughs> I love it. Okay, um, we are going to do some of those Reddit, Am I the Asshole? And I've got some bangers this time. Okay. So are you ready? The, you guys told us that this was the best part of episode three, <laughs> and so we want to bring it back, and I just want to say on air, like, Tate, thank you for being back in the podcast studio. Of course. Of course. Um, yeah, you've done a great job, and I think our banter is entertaining. At least it is to us, and that's really why we're doing this, so. Our banter matters only to us. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad people like it, um, but yeah, let's get so into Reddit, it. So Reddit, yeah, hit me. Reddit. Okay. 
I'm just going to get right to it. My boyfriend likes to be called daddy in bed while we're being intimate. I've obliged this request. Where did that come from? Like, why is that so Girl, widespread? every beauty standard is pedophilic. It comes from pedophilia. Frankly. Like. I just accidentally dated a sex offender. Yeah. I didn't know that he was a sex offender. Here's the, Here's my thing about it is. Like, I have dated a sex offender, but he just wasn't convicted. You sure. know what I mean? Yes. Like, this man could easily be in jail. Like, yeah. I sadly think a lot of women have dated men who have done sex crimes. Yeah. They just haven't been locked up. However, yours had been. He had been. For a year. I don't like yours. Yeah. The one that tricked me into thinking he was the a one, normal person. The one who we're currently referring to. Tricked me into thinking he was a normal up upstanding <laughs> above bar dude and he was not he asked a 15 year old for images online Oof. and spent like eight or ten months or a year in jail mm. yeah and so and other gross shit happened during the relationship yeah but i put up with it because i had been single for so long yeah so I'm grateful for that so I know, like, the depths of my fear around being single and being single forever and not trusting the universe, God, whomever you choose to call it, um, with my romantic life. And uh, that was a super traumatic experience, honestly. Yeah. 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 Especially, I mean, I think even just finding that out is traumatic. It was very traumatic. It was extremely traumatic and... um, in addition to that, I think the fear for me was, like, why did I get so tricked into this? Yeah. You know, like, how did I fall for this again? Right. And I've not dated another convicted sex offender before this, <laughs> for the record. But, you know, it's not my M.O. Right. And I fucking pray to God it doesn't become that. <laughs> Google, listen, Google... Every single person. Even if you have mutual friends. Even if that's what happened with this person. Yeah. He was, I knew so many of his mutual friends. Someone he goes to for a lot of advice is someone I've known for a really long time. And he totally slipped in and it happened so fast because of the love bombing tactic that I did not. I will Google people I don't know. Right. If you, ladies or anybody, excuse me, anybody, if you are dating or in meeting new people in any capacity there is a this is not a paid advertisement but it's called garbo.io it is not truth finder that's 35 bucks a month which i've employed them for a time Gar- <laughs> garbo.io that's the thing too that like i'm I, it's, people go to me because i have these subscriptions to check people out yeah because i am like independent to a degree that is also a trauma response and mm-hmm. do go to just four years completely single and I'm not a huge dater. So I say that to say the shock and awe of it that someone with the worst record I've ever seen was leaving my fucking bedroom. Yeah. You know, and I didn't find out until after that was very confusing. And I, I self-abandoned and I shame myself a lot for that. So the root of that is... If you want something to happen so badly and it happens and it's not what you think it is and it's really painful or it's not right, even if you are so tempted to hold on, 
because you don't know if it will ever happen again, do yourself a favor and, you know, stand up for yourself in that because yeah. it's definitely something that I learned. But Garbo.io, you can pay more money if you have the money for people that don't have money, but it's like 2 or $3 a background check. And all you need is the person's first name, really, and their cell phone number, yeah. which is made for internet dating. And I really, really highly recommend it. It's, I'm sure it's, you know, it will, you can leave the website super fast if you're in a dangerous situation. Yeah. You can put in that you're with the person and so they'll like do some sort of cryptic shit to the website. Yeah. Like it's, it's meant to keep people safe, excuse me, it's meant to keep people safe. And it's, again, it's called... Designed gar- around, like, dating apps. Because a lot of times you won't know their last name. They right. just have their first name and phone number. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask people, too, now. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, what are you doing? Running a background check? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. you're goddamn right I am. Yeah. Yeah. I, I ran one on a guy that I was ex- super excited about. This was, like, years ago. But he had, like, animal cruelty. Oh, my God. You know, like, they're out here. So keep, stay safe. And um, Garbo.io, G-A-R-B-O. G-A-R-B-O dot I-O. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a nice website, too. Highly recommend it. Cheap background checks. Good so, job. anyway, thanks for letting me share. Spreading the wealth. And I'm very sorry that you experienced that. Thank you. All right. The rest of the story. Okay. So, the boyfriend likes being called daddy in bed. Gross. I've obliged this request, but it's starting to creep me out. And I've decided I don't want to do This guy called me baby girl. <laughs> Yo. I'm sorry. And I was, like, planning on saying... This is before I found out he was a sex offender. But I imagined the disgust after finding out that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yo, I was planning on being like, hey... Like, not in the heat of the moment, but yeah. being like, hey, listen. So, I actually don't like that. Yeah. Like, baby is okay, I guess. Yeah. I don't hate it. Yeah. And babe is best, I think. Yeah, I like babe. I like babe. But baby girl, No. For me, I think it's fucking nasty. I don't like it either. I've had guys call me up, but I don't like it. No. Never again. Yeah. Mm -mm. A plug for saying no to shit you don't like. Yeah. Which is like, you know, they don't want us to know the secret. That you can just say no to shit you don't like. And no is a complete sentence. Amen. Okay, so she's obliged the request, starting to creep her out. She doesn't want to do it anymore. He is not happy with this and insists it has nothing to do with the connotation of the word. He just simply enjoys hearing me say it. Since he wasn't, that makes no sense. I know. Listen, since he wasn't budging on the issue, I told him I'd like for him to call me grandma in bed as a compromise. Queen. He didn't like this option and said it was giving him visuals he would prefer not to have. Why? Like, okay, join the fucking club. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought it wasn't about the connotation. It just likes to hear. She likes to hear. She likes to hear the word. Anyway, last time he tried to initiate intimacy with me, I started to. <laughs> Stop. Sorry. Who is I this? I started to refer to myself as grandma in the third person. Do you like when grandma... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who is this genius? <laughs> I love her. Do you like when grandma does that? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> and he flew off the handle, said I ruined the mood, made him feel gross, and I was being ridiculous. Flew off the handle, eh? I think I proved my point, but he thinks I'm being an asshole, so am I the asshole? No. 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 Way you are a point. genius. Yeah. Yeah. And she, yeah, she said, yo, this does not, if you call me, what if it is babe or baby or, yeah. you know, Jasmine, my fucking name. And right. if I don't like it, then, then don't say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. period. Yeah. 
And I think that was such a creative way I know. to show him that he's being an idiot. Can you imagine you like when grandma does this? Yo, grandpa's coming for you. Stop! Oh my god. I would be like, okay, are you good? Or... I think that person is a genius. Yeah. She is absolutely not the asshole. No. I want to be her friend. Yeah. I want to take her. She's in the club immediately. Like, immediate gold star standard, yeah. high clearance. For the squad. Yeah. She's in. Yeah. Because then that, like, but then actual pedophiles are starting to say, like, that's my sexual orientation. Yeah. Which I is... think some of that, though, is propaganda about gay people. Like, it's like, that is, some of that is invented by, like, right-wing people. Too. Oh, really? Yeah. Some of it. I'm sure that exists. But, like, but this is, like, me- grown men who like little girls. Yeah. And I think it's, like, that's the kink, sh- the anti-kink shaming can be so then other fucking disgusting people are like, well, this is kink shaming. Yeah, it's like no, that's a child. Yeah, that person is under the age of eighteen. I'm not into it personally. I'm not into it. I'm not into anything that's like rooted in something creepy personally. Daddy, absolutely not. Good girl, no. Baby girl, no. He would say good girl, all that. Oh yeah. Pedophile shit. <laughs> yep. Woo. Well, God gives his hardest battles to his bat- strongest soldiers. Me, me signing, me being on God's strongest battles list again. You need to be, get off that list. I asked my therapist why the fuck this happened to me. Yeah. And she joked around about um, it being because I needed to write a book. <laughs> for the memoir. For the memoir, yeah. Look out for that. <laughs> Whatever works by Jasmine McDonald. I, I dated a sex offender and other cataclysmic truths of my life. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah, I love it. All right, I did. Nice. It happened to me. It happened to me. <laughs> okay, this one. Okay, this one. I'll be interested to hear what you think. Okay. So my husband had to spend two months in a different state for work. He came back nine days ago. I'm obviously thrilled he's back and have missed him a lot. I was hoping we would be able to spend some time together, just the two of us. However, his mom came over when he was supposed to come home. What? I was slightly annoyed, but I know she was just excited for her son to be back. I know. Wait, wait. How long has he been gone? Six months? Six weeks? Two weeks. What? Two months. Two months. Okay. Been gone for two weeks. Two months. Sorry, y'all. I'm really bad at time periods. I don't listen or read well. (laughs) Go ahead. However, she never left. Like, I was prepared to deal with her being there for a day or two, but not nine days. Because she's been here for nine days... We haven't had a second of time together. She insists on staying here instead of a hotel. For the record, she lives an hour away. The guest room is right next to ours, and the walls are thin. When the two of us go out, she comes with us. What? Or makes one of us stay with her because otherwise we would be bad hosts. Ew. She follows us around the house constantly. We want to cuddle and watch movies. She's sitting in the armchair. We want to go to a romantic restaurant. Better make that a table for three. We can't even... We have even left her in the living room to go chat in our room and she follows us what earlier today i just asked her to leave even though both of us have been hinting that she needs to go she kept saying she wasn't ready to go yet and wanted more time with her son i tried telling her we wanted some alone time and she kept insisting that she join us finally i snapped and i said since you seem to be oblivious i will put this bluntly i want to fuck your son if you don't want to see or hear then you need to leave i know this isn't the classiest response but i was frustrated 
Anyway, she yelled at me, but eventually left. Yikes, dude. I don't know about that. Yeah. Yes. We finally have to got to have our alone time. Ew. But now she's blowing up both of our phones saying that I'm disgusting and I have no respect for her, her son, or myself. She keeps telling my husband that he shouldn't be with someone so crude and how dare he let me speak to her like that. I'm sure you get the idea. I know that what I said was inappropriate, but am I the asshole? Yes, for me. Here's the thing. She should have, like, yes, she should have gotten the hint. Your husband should have put down a boundary and told her that she needs to leave. Sorry, yeah. I'm, like, clacking my nails around. That's okay. <laughs> um, her husband should have put down a boundary and told her that she needs to leave. I agree. But you do not need to be that crude with your in-laws. Like, there is no reason for that. Agreed. I, yes, it seems like she's very oblivious. It's annoying. But that's straight up rude. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I think she's the asshole. I agree. I think she's the asshole. Case closed. Yikes. Yeah, case closed. <laughs> I mean, you're the asshole. Sorry, girl. Your husband's also kind of an asshole for, like, make, putting you in a position to where it gets to that extreme. Like, nine days? Yeah. Like, go have a private talk with your mom and tell her she needs to leave. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, number one asshole in the situation is the s- mom. Yeah. I think that everyone's mom, an asshole. Really. Everyone's an asshole in the situation. It sounds like hella messy. Yeah. Mom needs to fucking hit the road. Yeah. And she's obviously extremely lonely, which is really sad. Yeah. I hate to hear it. <clears throat> that said, number two asshole is the son, I think. Mm-hmm. Bec- only because this would not have happened at all if it wasn't for you know, him not bucking up against his mom or even nicely saying like, I will pay for a hotel. Yeah. I will pay for a hotel. That's 15 minutes away. Right. That being said, I could not imagine saying that. No world. That's disgusting. Yeah. Everyone's an asshole here. Around in-laws or parents of a dater or excuse me, a boyfriend or spouse, like a dater, (laughs) my next project. (laughs) I like pretend like, we have, like, Barbie and Ken parts. Yeah. Like, there's no need to discuss... I remember, like, an ex-boyfriend's mom who was nuts saying, like, you got to use it as a power move. Ooh. It was She was an oversharer. And I was, like, sitting there kind of not saying anything. You know, I'm not going to tell her. It's just, I'm in her house and, like, dinner's being made, whatever. Right. And she's like, listen, box is locked until I get my bathroom painted. Oh, my God. And that's, like, too much sex information about yeah. her and her husband. And, you know, it's, like, I'm not about, you know. I don't want to know. Don't ask, don't tell. Like, I'm, a like, a, at a party, you can peck your boyfriend. I'm not, like, let's pretend we don't have sex or let's pretend we're not in a sexual romantic relationship. I'm right. not, like, anti-PDA. But it is, like, you know, I'm team. It don't fucking matter yeah. what goes on behind closed doors unless that person is, you know, under the influence or being assaulted or as a kid. You know what I mean? Like, beyond that. Or as an animal. Right. Again. And, like, kind of wrapping into the the kink-shaming stuff. Yeah. I don't don't care what you do. Yeah. You know, you want to wear a diaper and crawl around and say goo-goo-gaga and shit in your diaper. Listen, shit in your diaper and have someone... Like, yeah. Anyway. I hate it. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's rough. That's a real thing. It is real. And, like... And then the mommy part of that, like, I don't... Oh, God. You want to do that? 
That's fine. Have you seen the episode of Broad City where the guy's like, I don't have any money. Well, I'm just a baby. I don't uh, have any money. <laughs> Who is it with? Alana. Alana? Yeah. Was it Alana? No, it's both of them. And they, like, go on a date with this guy for money. And then he's like, well, I'm just a baby. Oh, my God. No, no, they clean his apartment. That's what it is. They clean. They're being maids. And they clean his apartment. And then he's like, I'm just a baby. I don't have any money. I can't pay you. And then they destroy his apartment. That sounds fun. Yeah, we should. You should watch it. I should watch it, not do it. Yeah, <laughs> don't do it. Um, so anyway, long story long, <laughs> what you do is your business. But like, if I'm a, if it's like on TV or on the internet, and I like think it's shitty and gross, like that's I'm allowed to think that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, personally. I okay, I found this. That's like so weird. I know. I know. There's no. There's no amount of frustration I could get where those words are leaving my mouth. Also, like. I might have to cut this out too, but you can figure something out. You saw, you know what I mean? At night, late night, yeah. everyone's sleeping, you know, some real quick situation. Quiet. Quiet, library style. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. noise made. On the, you know, edge of the bed situation. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, this isn't, you know, a children's podcast, but like you can figure something out. You'd. You, if you were jonesing that badly, you could figure something out. Yeah. Easily. But before you wake up, is she waking them up? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Something could get done. Right. And before you scream that into your, in your mother-in-law's face. Right. That's nuts. It's also like, seek help. Like, it's not, it's never that serious. I don't think he's, he's laying it down like that. (laughs) Well, maybe he is and she's just like fiending for it. Sure, sure, sure. Which I'm happy they have the spark still, but like... They could figure Don't something out. Don't tell his mom about it, though. Come on, girl. That wasn't... She could have had sex with him in that time. I agree. I agree. Okay. This one's kind of long. Good. Strap in. Strap on. <laughs> strap in, strap on. That's right. Actually, funny that you say that because um, you'll hear. So, I am so getting married to my fiancé. It's a heterosexual couple. In a little under three weeks. Everything has been going amazing with the planning, and I'm ecstatic for the day. My best friend... Quote unquote Cassie, it's a fake name. Okay. For whom I've been whom I've been friends with since we were ten years old is my maid of honor. She's truly one of the sweetest people I've ever met and has stuck with me through everything. She's been the biggest help in planning this whole ordeal and I wouldn't trade her for the world. However, I've never been the biggest fan of her girlfriend Sophie. Another fake name. I always show her respect and try to include her in things, but she's a huge introvert and sometimes it can come off as disrespect in return. But they always seem to be very happy together, so I hope she warms up to me a little in time. Several days ago, Sophie approached me, asking if I'd be okay if she proposed during my reception. Yikes. She claimed it would be a great way for Cassie and I to bond more, having our weddings linked and all of that. Not that we need any more time to bond, she's already my other half. I love Cassie to death, but I'd never allow that for anyone. I shut the idea down immediately, and Sophie got all pissy with me and left. She said something along the lines of, I don't need your permission anyway, and walked out the door. This made me fearful that she'd attempt it anyway, so I went to Cassie. Needless to say, Cassie was mad. I never really see her get angry, but she was livid. She apologized profusely and said she couldn't believe Sophie would ever think of doing something like that. And that was the end of our conversation. However, two days ago, I got another call from Sophie berating me for spoiling her plan to propose and was informed that Cassie would be attending the wedding by herself and is currently not speaking to her. Okay, bye. I was concerned that wasn't the entire story, so I called Cassie. She was a mess, and she was staying with her parents right now and disinvited Sophie as her plus one because she was scared Sophie would would have proposed anyway, given the chance, and she didn't want to ruin my wedding. 
I told her to come stay with me for a while instead, and she showed up several hours later, still a complete mess. She said that she and Sophie had a huge fight, and she was reconsidering whether or not she wanted to stay in this relationship. Mm. According to Cassie, these huge fights are a common occurrence. I feel awful for ruining her proposal and potentially ruining her relationship. Cassie has been picking herself up in front of me and continuing to be great with the last minute to-dos, but I've caught her crying while I'm not around. I love her, and I don't want her to resent me for this, so I need to know, am I the asshole, and is there anything I can do to fix this? You're not the asshole. One thing's for certain, two things for sure. Mm -hmm. Nobody is proposing at my wedding. Yeah. Get real. That is so rude. Like, there are families that won't even wear red because it's, like, too attention-drawing, and you're out here trying to propose. Yeah, agreed. No one's proposing my wedding. You're not the asshole for having a boundary about your wedding. Oh, yeah. You're not the asshole. The amount of work and money that goes into that and, like, it's your dream and you've planned it your whole life. Yeah. No. For that's... someone to propose, that's a slap in the face. So do you think she's the asshole? No. She's no, not she's asshole. not the asshole. She's not the asshole. Obviously, Sophie is the asshole. Sophie's the asshole. I think that more has been revealed. This is another, like, a, a testament to... That, you know, something something greater than them is looking out for her. Because right. Cassie, in quote, Cassie, is obviously putting up with a lot of, like, verbal abuse even, maybe. Yeah. From Sophie. Yeah. Am she I right? The fights, the she said the fights are a common occurrence. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think some people do do that. And that's, again, you, you like it, I love it for you, right? <laughs> like, I've seen videos where, like, the bride hands the bouquet. Yeah. So it's all planned ahead and they don't care. That fine. Be, if that, you're cool with it, fine. Fine. Sure. But, but if you're not cool with it, you have every right to shut it down. Sure. Of course. And the, the, when you ask a question, you have to think about, like, there will, there's a chance, there's a, literally a 50-50 or 60-40, depending, or more or less, there's always a chance that the person will say no. Yeah. It's not a, I'm asking, but I'm going to do it anyways situation. Right. And that's how it sounds with, especially when she's kind of like, at first when she was like, she's quiet and they don't, I don't know if I like her. I was like, well, some people are introverted, mm-hmm. right? Like my buddy Carolyn is like hella introverted. And yeah. I think I got her a t-shirt or something once that was like, I'm not a bitch, I'm just shy. <laughs> and there are people that are like that, you yeah. know, and that's fine. But so at first I was like, ah, where's this going? But if it's funny that like the, there's already animosity. Right. So I'm wondering if Sophie is trying to deliberately upstage. Like if they're not homies. Yeah. Like I bet the couples that it works out for or like the brides down, they're like, a one day one right. ride or die group of friends or something like yeah. that where it's like of course no oh my god I would love nothing more right and I think I think yes only because she insisted that she would do it anyway and she didn't need her permission to do it sure and I I do think that makes me think like I don't care what you say I'm doing this she's trying to upstage the bride yes mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and perhaps she's threatened by the friendship between Cassie and the bride that's true could be. Cassie also, she's, like, said she's worried about Cassie resenting her. I really don't think Cassie's going to resent you, girl. You've been friends for years. Like, yeah. she's still, despite her breakup, like, trying to help with the wedding. Like, and she, it's ultimately, like, Cassie's a big girl. Like, she can reconsider her relationship. You're not telling her to make a decision on your behalf. Right. And she agrees with you. She agreed with you. That yes, I think that's key. Yeah. Yeah. So when the, the, the poster, what do they call it? The poster? The IP. 
The OP, original poster. The original poster. I'm learning Reddit still. So the OP, the OP <laughs> said, you know, how can I fix this? Yeah. And I think that was a good, I don't know if I've ever seen, like, am I the asshole? Can I help me fix it? You right. know, that's always, that's nice to see. So Your like, friendship with Cassie is very wholesome. Yeah. And Cassie once was mad, like you said, was mad at Sophie out of the gate. Right. Like, how could you have done this? Right. Right. Cassie's on your side. That's nuts that the OP is, like, taking Sophie's call. So she's like, then I got another call for rating. And I'm like, you picking up for that? I'm not picking up. I ain't picking up. You've been blocked already. Locked. (laughs) Locked. Yeah. Text message coming up green. Yeah. No delivered. No delivered. Nothing better than that. (laughs) I know. Send us texts. When they're typing and you block them, they type. Oh, God. Better than sex. Really. Better than food. Better than... Sleep, breathing, oxygen. <laughs> I agree. Mm. Cool. Do we have time for... I think we have time for one more. Okay. Okay. Time for a quick one? Time for a real quickie. Yeah. Like that couple that could have just gotten it in while his mother was asleep. Set an alarm for 3 a.m., dude. Yeah. Like, what was she wanting to do? Like, light candles and, like... <laughs> Why do you need to be so loud? That she, she said the rooms are adjoined and it's quiet, but it's like, you can be silent. Girl, bye. It's possible. You can figure it out. Okay, I haven't read this one ahead of time, but I'm just going to... Put the fan on in the bathroom. Do it in the shower. That's what I was thinking. Whatever. That was my... Yeah, do it the, the shower. shower. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I haven't read ahead of time, so we're both... In oh, good. Surprise. Yay. The Crafty Friend is what it's called. Mm. I crochet as a hobby. Slay. Love crocheting. M- me too. Immediately the asshole. <laughs> I love crocheting. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm bad at... I'm really good at crafts, except for I cannot knit. I've never tried to crochet. You could crochet. And I can't, I can't knit at all, though. I you really try. It's I, way You see me knitting. cook up some shit. I did, like, plagiarized Lily Pulitzer, like, Zeta shit for my little painted, everything hand-painted. Like, I could have started an Etsy store... Easily. Yeah. But I can't draw dolphins and I can't draw <laughs> horses because they always end up looking like sharks and donkeys. <laughs> I mean, fair. You try to draw a dolphin. I won't. It's a very interesting I know one. myself and my abilities. I know my sure. limitations. But I do like to crochet. It's very melo- me- melodic. That's not the right word. It's very meditative. meditative. Okay. Anyway, this girl crochets a hobby All right. with this person. We don't know their gender. Okay. okay. Slay whoever you are. Love to crochet. The grandma one is my favorite. <laughs> I love. Like we gotta find. Can we gotta DM her. And be I like, know. I need you to be on we, the podcast. Come on the pod if you're listening, grandma lady. Listen, if you are the grandma, <laughs> if you are the girl that got her was calling yourself grandma <laughs> while having sex with your boyfriend who has pedophile proclivities <laughs> about needing to be called daddy in bed with you. Please, please, please DM me. We will, I will pay for your travel. We will pay. We will fly you out. We will need you on the podcast. And we'll call I, you grandma if you want. Listen, I'll call you nana, nanny, <laughs> granny. granny. It don't matter. Gigi. All that. Oh, yeah. Man. Whatever you want. Whatever you want, nana. Oh, man. It's like that tweet that's like white people be calling their grandparents pee-pee and poo-poo. Yeah. <laughs> Gigi. Oma. Whatever. Oma. Whoa. Nona. Whoa. Anti-German, (laughs) anti-Italian? Stop. Okay. I started doing it, so I started crocheting, about six or seven years ago to help cope with my anxiety. Over time, I've become pretty good at it and have done a few commissions for small things. I recently opened my own website where I post my patterns and tips for free. Let's go. Sometimes I'll sell something on there, 
I made that I wouldn't keep or give away, but in general, I don't actively sell my stuff. I have a friend, Lynn, another fake name, who is always... Plus their real names, Sam. Let's go. Full legal. Right. I have a friend, Lynn, who's always asking me to make her stuff. I've made her a scarf and hat set, and I gifted her a baby blanket for her rainbow baby, all of which have been free. That's so cute and sweet. I know. I love that. She asked me... To make my more complicated stuff for her, like cardigans, large amigurumi toys. I don't know what that is. And then they say they're not an amigurumi person. I don't know what that is. If you know what that is, let us know. Yeah, please comment. And complex blankets, which I always say no to because as much as I love Lynn, she is very demanding and I do this for fun. I enjoy giving her gifts, but I don't like feeling obliged. It takes me a while to finish complex things. And I know... She wouldn't be okay with waiting more than, like, a week. What? Yeah. Timeline? Yeah, for real. Damn. Recently, I posted a patchwork cardigan I made, and Lynn texted me asking to make one for her. I said no because it took me a month to finish, and I had other things I wanted to make. She asked if she paid for it if I would make it for her. I told her that based on the cost of materials and an hourly wage for skilled labor, it would cost $400. Damn. She said that was ridiculous, and there was no way a cardigan would be worth $400. I told her I agree, but that's why I usually don't take commissions and would rather give away stuff I make. She told me I was being greedy. Realistically, if I took commission for this cardigan, I'd charge $75, three times the cost of materials, and give a two-month timeline, but I wanted to deter her from asking again. Am I the asshole for quoting her such a high price? No. Mm-mm. I don't think so either. No. But I also think... Like, instead of playing this game with her, you should just set a boundary. Like, yeah. stop doing this with her. Like, I get it. Some people are pushovers, but it's like, yeah. she's making demands of your time, making you, like, whip up some... Cro- like, you're literally in the lab crocheting day and night for her. Yeah. Like, you you're stay, in the sweatshop. You're literally, like, you're a victim. Yeah. And <laughs> you're, like, breaking your of back. Of wage slavery. <laughs> you're breaking your back mm-hmm. to crochet for this woman, and then you're, like, lying about this price. Like, just say, like, hey, girl, this is something I do for fun. Right. Like, I'm not... I don't think we should continue to... Yeah, and I will say, like, as an owner of a small business, I do graphic design stuff and media, whatever. If you need to hit her up. Hit me up. I'm very good at it and very efficient at it, and I've done global campaigns. That said, people don't understand. So, like, I did a website for a friend, Mm -hmm. and she did not understand the amount of labor it took to change every little thing. Like, let's make that line, like, one pixel thicker and, like, make that blue, you know, two different, you know, slightly lighter. Like, make that blue slightly lighter. It was, like, the amount of hours of, like, real-time edits would be, like, $10,000. Right. And it was – but it was my fault because, number one – it was not my job to educate her, right. but I chose not to do it, right? Like, I didn't educate her, and it was, if I'm either, it could, it is my job to educate her if I'm going to continue this project. If you're providing, like, a skilled service, I do think it is your job to, like, set realistic expectations. Totally, and she understood in the end, but it felt like, real. I, I, I empathize and sympathize with the OP because I felt like I was used and she didn't, you know... What is the word I'm looking for? Compensate you. Well, I, I felt like she could she didn't like appreciate my mm. work and she thought it was super easy and you yeah. know the years that I've spent, you know, making my skill set to the level where I can make these edits in an extremely fast time, 
you know, she just didn't, she disrespect, she was disrespectful mm-hmm. and it felt like she was trying to use me. And what I set myself up to fail in this, since I set myself up to fail in this scenario was because she said, will you take a look at my website? Mm-hmm. And I said, sure, no yeah. problem. Yeah. Which is not an exchange or a contract. Right. Was it kind of shitty of her to like ask that knowing that I do get paid to do this and yeah of course how close are you with this person at the time like not very close yeah um that being said you know I was the one I should have said in the moment it that'll be a thousand dollars and I didn't do that you know and so then they push 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 and it's kind of a different situation because this website was for their small business. And so that's your baby. You want it to look perfect and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Versus, in quote, Lynn just, like, wants another p- crocheted sweater. Right. Which, like, first of all, ew, why? <laughs> okay. But secondly. I, I, for any crochet fans listening, I am team crochet. I'm not anti-crochet. <laughs> I'm I I'm, I joked around about that, but it's more like how many sweaters do you need? Yeah, how many crocheted sweaters? Like, do you get need? a blazer. <laughs> Come on, girl. You know, like let's do some polyester. You know, let's uh, let's <laughs> like let's, the rest of us. Let's elevate your look here. <laughs> no, but like you know, I think I set myself up as did the OP for failure because there will be people that will do that. Right. Um, and so I've had to learn with family and friends like. Listen, usually this is $5,000. I will charge you three. I will get 50% up front. You get three compositions and two rounds of revisions and any editing is a beyond that is $125 an hour. Yeah. And that has cut me out of like a lot of deals, honestly. Yeah. But I don't care. I mean, the money will come, right? Like, so is it worth, especially with people you know, you got to make sure you're charging something in writing that is not going to make you crazy because right those people especially your friends even if it's subconscious they will kind of push the envelope a little bit yeah definitely because they feel like they know a guy right like what do you know you could easily have gone to another webmaster but they know that my work is good and so they'll kind of push the envelope and want it to be so what i so i was really upset and i wrote an email like i just I don't think you fully understand the amount of labor that you're requiring from me. This would usually cost blah, blah, blah. Right. And she was like, how about 350 bucks or something? Right. And I was like, great. And she paid me. Good. And she said, I honestly did not know. Yeah. I've been on the reverse. Or they don't take the time to think about it. Right. I've been on the reverse side of that. I have a friend who, I don't want to get too specific, but she was like doing a beauty service for me. And she, I just, she got to a point in her career and like props to her where I just could not afford her anymore. Um, and it created some weirdness because like there was times where she wasn't charging me. And of course I was tipping as if she was, but like it just created some weirdness in our friendship. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to go to somebody else for this service. And she understood, like, she was like, I get it. I would still love to do this for you, but like, I understand where you were at. And it's honestly like been better. That's good. So if, like, at, at, on both sides, if you're the person providing the service, like, don't budge on what you know you can charge and your quality. Mm-hmm. And if you're the person on the receiving end and you can't afford it, just be straightforward about that. 
Yeah, like go on Etsy and get another sweater. Right. It's like a kind of a weird like adrenaline ego stroke for having a knowing of someone maybe. Yeah. Or like getting to like getting the OP to make more shit for her. Like I think she kind of likes having someone on a dime like just churning shit out for her <laughs> like in the sweatshop. And so I think I think that is has something to do with it, right? Like Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't think she's the asshole. I don't think she's the asshole. I think that's important because it does. You can charge that much for a sweater if you wanted mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Louis Vuitton doesn't fucking change their prices unless they're going up. You're hand making it. There's no way yeah. for like a machine to crochet. Right. It always has to be done by hand. Yeah. You're well within your rights. With that being said, though, I do think like grow a pair and like ask your friend, like tell your friend, like yo. The, so do you is- think she's the asshole? No, I don't think she's an asshole. No. But mm-hmm. I do think, like, grow up and just be like, yeah. hey, girl, like, these requests are, like, not cool. And I can't turn things out for you. Like, I do this for fun. So. Sure. You know. Some people, like, don't listen to boundaries. And then you need to think about your friendship, honestly. Right. Yeah. So. So do you, how do you think she should have handled it? Saying that? and then Way t- earlier. This could have all been avoided. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot That's of always, situations they could have been avoided. Yeah, and I've had to learn that so many different times with so many different people that that's like, that notice that pitch about the contract and two comps and rounds revisions was like, you know, yeah. I could drop that easily because I have been through this because people are like, wow, you're great. Let me, oh my God, that looks great. Like, oh yeah, I made it. No way, blah, blah, blah. And then like, you know, next thing you know, they're demanding some shit from you. Yeah. And then it becomes personal. And I think, honestly... Unless the person is, like, a very specific case, staying out of business with friends, I think, is smartest. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Typically. But Lynn wasn't even offering money. I think... I think she maybe was. Or she and asked the end. She, I Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, well, no, no, no. She had bought some stuff. Yeah. Okay. But she was, like, demanding them on a fast timeline and asking for Like a week, she said. That's yeah. so funny to me. I know. I'm just envisioning, like... You're, like, furiously crocheting day and night. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Haim is playing on Spotify. <laughs> Stop. And she's, like, sweating. <laughs> Her cats haven't eaten in days. <laughs> Girls is on Netflix. Are you still watching this? Yes, I'm still watching. I'm laboring for Lynn. The Crochet Addict. Girls is on HBO, actually. Like someone who recently rewatched oh. Girls. The Girls Truther. You're canceled. I know. Cool. Well. Awesome. Thanks, Tate, for being on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, hold on. We're going to meditate. You want to meditate with us some? Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the meditation portion of whatever works. Get in a comfortable seat. Make sure your back is straight. Your shoulders are back. Chest proud. Pull your 
place your hands on your knees, palms facing the universe. Ready to receive. We use meditation to harness our good energy. To focus our minds. to heal whatever is hurting us. Whatever lessons we are choosing to learn or not learn. Meditation is there to help us receive whatever it is that we need in that moment. Sometimes things don't always work out. The way we had hoped the way we had planned the way we expect it. When these things come to pass, or don't come to pass. It is so easy and even cathartic
to blame God. Blame others. Blame ourselves. Pain has been my greatest teacher. Disappointment helps me come home to myself. Come home to my God of my understanding. The great reality, spirit, source energy. In my highest self, I know that God is holding me, cries with me, is sad for me, and understands. Separation from self and higher power, albeit tempting when things are hard, only exacerbates the pain that is deep loss, deep loneliness, Deep disappointment. Let us remember how far we've come. How much we've been given. Where we have been delivered. where we have been protected. God's plan for our lives, ever unfolding as we learn, grow, make decisions, is always for our highest and finest good. For the best possible outcome for all.
and in the best way for you, child, to find yourself, to experience this life in the way which you intended so many moons ago with the pack you made with yourself to be the person you were meant to be all along. We needn't let fear, pain, and darkness rob us from this present moment of love, joy, peace, patience, kindliness, goodness, and self-actualization. Take one deep breath. Let it go. Take one more. Let it go. Open your eyes slowly as you familiarize yourself with your surroundings safely. May all beings be happy. May all beings be joyful. May all beings be free. Namaste.